everybody. This is episode 78 of For the Love of Hype. We are back with my brothers and myself to share some interesting ass topics. And this week, we're definitely going to start off with giving you guys an an update on a, a following topic we talked about last week. So I'm just going to warn you right now, if you have no idea what we're talking about, pause right here. Go back, listen to last week's. Listen to what we talked about and then come back here. And while you're at it, just go through and listen to all the other ones, too. It's just only 77. Um, so, <laughs> gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Blessed. Same shit, different season. Okay, okay. Uh, you guys, uh, well, I know Sharon's been copping some stuff. Uh, Drew, you cop anything? I've been out of the game. I did get one thing. Came to my house, actually recently um <laughs> what new piece of technology did you get now oh no 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 see if we're talking technology i got cops <laughs> but uh on the fashion tip i got some supreme rain ponchos i'm about to stunt next time it rains i'm about to shoot something i'm already saying too much <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, bro ron got a First off, I do want to see those that poncho. Ron's got a he copped the uh, UNCs. Yes, sir. And uh, that mm-hmm. suede is everything, isn't it, Ron? Yes, sir. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I, I thought so. I thought it so. Very, it is a very nice shoe. I did not. Um, I didn't expect it because um, these are strictly a flip for me because um, I am just trying to stack bread right now. I'm not trying to cop shoes. Um, so I got these and they came today and I sold, I sold them today as well, but I really did want to kind of keep them a bit longer just to appreciate them and check them out because they are a really nice shoe. Like it is like, you know, seeing the photos online and when they first like, you know, teased it, I thought like, this is a nice shoe, but I probably wouldn't want to wear it. Then when I saw it in person and I saw the quality and like the color of it in person, I really wanted to keep it even though it wasn't my size and everything but yeah great shoe i yeah i i still i'm i still want a pair i am jealous uh i i tried to get those uh those daybreak uh undercovers today uh that well for when you guys hear this it'd be a, a day after but uh did not work uh as of everything else did not work so that kind of well, there's something else that I that actually did work for me today, but that's a whole other topic. Um, let's go into what we've been talking about, which has been the the talk of the town. And and as Jay uh, essentially said, uh, this is basically just getting spins out here. But for the sneaker, real sneakerheads, we understand that this has been a topic. This has been an issue for uh, quite some time since the essential rebirth of uh dope kicks or sought after kicks so we we talked about last week uh this whole scandal of the young lady the 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 vice president of nike stepping down because of her son uh basically hustling and now to this point now the ceo of nike has come out and has had an interview and it was pretty interesting to it was a pretty interesting read uh, for those that that weren't aware, I, I actually got to peep in on Hype Beast, uh, but the gentleman's name is John Donahoe. 
or Donna. It would I would thought it would have been Donna Hugh, but there's no Hugh. It's Donna Ho. <laughs> just to be just to be clear. Uh, so he he stated uh, he understands and acknowledged that this scandal has eroded customers' trust in the brand. John, let me give you an update, brother. Um, our confidence in the sneakers app has been gone since like the first year, the first year of the sneakers app. I think we all would. Would you guys be safe to say that? Before that, I'd be hitting. Motherfucker, be hit. <laughs> you yeah, said okay. before that. Yeah, before that, to be honest, because I mean, botting was around before that. Yeah, so. true, true. So he he goes on to say, "There's no value more core to who we are than the trust of our consumers put into us and our brand and our products." So, John. So now you guys at Nike are deciding to do something. Um, after years and years of, you know, regular folks trying to actually cop something and getting beat by uh, 15-year-old kids in their mom's garage with bots over and over and over again. So now that this is a public thing and now it's all over the place because it hit Bloomberg and now has reached a demographic that wouldn't have cared about this before, right. now you guys are changing up and saying that you've been working on anti-bot uh uh, anti-bot software and so on and so forth. So, so my question to you, gentlemen, <laughs> is this all cat? Man, please. Honestly, they've known about all this. They've known about the reselling community. They pretend to not know about it. They turn the other way all this time. And they just had that in their back pocket right in time for a debacle for a fiasco, for a, a, a situation, you know, of God, uh, you know, act of God situation on their ass. They pulled it out of their back pocket. Oh, we are so upset with the botting community. We are so against this. And we had no idea what was going on. Ron, what do you think? Like, honestly, I feel like this is like nothing to them. Like, this is like, like, yeah, this is something they have to address, but, like, this is, like, the last of their worries, to be honest. So, like, I'm not amazed that they came out and said this stuff that, like, people complain. Because, yeah, like, one, it's, like, if with them being aware of all of this, like, yeah, it's a scandal. So, like, because the word, especially the word scandal with its connotation <laughs> attached to it, like, yeah, it's time to address something. Like, you have to say something. While they're saying something, why not address a bunch of things that are <coughs> already up in the air? So it's just like, there's that. And you also have to think about it. Like, at the end of the day, Nike is an athletic uh, brand. Like, it's just an athletic, like, it's just a clothing brand. So the, in my opinion, like, the whole, when you look at the company on paper, the whole reselling factor of it like attached to it is just a shiny perk in my opinion it's just like ooh, this brand has high resale value attached to it like so yeah you might as well address that to keep you know keep that kind of going so so my i'm sorry you, you it's you their frankenstein man 
my logic is here, and and I'm, I'm kind of curious because I've been thinking about this a lot since this whole thing came back, I came out, but I've been thinking about it. I've thought about it for years now. Um, I just feel that that Nike, we we talked about things getting backdoored uh, all the time at, at at certain companies, stores, or whatnot, right? Um, Nike is a multi-billion-dollar company that has its hands and everything. And is fully aware of the trends that are going on, hence the fact they they've changed the colors and all that. So I'm a firm believer that Nike has a huge hand and selling these off and are part of the resale market because they know they can get extra money. There's no way to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no way to prove it. But at the end of the day, I mean, there there is. But at the end of the day, you know, they're making money hand over fist on this shit. Of course. And because because you know that this is an avenue that they couldn't get, people are not just going to buy them right off rip at uh at Nike because people would oh Nike you're making this five hundred dollars why, why are you doing that right off why why are we doing this at that outside of the adapts right with their technology they could sell it and price it at that but a regular Jordan being sold at five hundred dollars that that would be uh that would be the talk of the town. And they get ridiculed for that. Oh, you got people. So I really do believe that they're just doing this behind closed doors and understand well, that they're making this that way on, and continue to do that. Now they just have to, again, like Drew said, they're, they're essentially just saving face. Uh, Sharon, you also alluded to it. They're, they're saving face now because it's in the public eye and it's now reached people that read uh, Bloomberg. You know what I mean? Like right. It, when you got, uh, you know, board members and shareholders to answer to you have to say something yes of course about a big splash in the news nationwide with the word, something so that's what they decided to say and that's what i was saying with the word scandal it's like because the whole word scandal is attached to it if there wasn't if that word wasn't there they wouldn't have said shit mm-hmm. but it's because of that word and the connotation behind it that makes but like Jerron said before though <laughs> they good of course, no matter what, they're still, <laughs> they're still good no matter what. This this is so, going to blow over in the next two months. Nobody's going to think about it and it's going to be right back to this. And then then they when they drop their quote unquote uh, anti-botting software, then they're going to be the rave of the town. Nike brought this and finally you have a chance. Meanwhile, you're still going to be catching a ton of fucking L's. So it, and on God, there's a, a whole camp of Nike employees right now shook like, OK, we of course, to, of course, tighten up, yep, we yep. tighten it up. We got we got to change this whole thing around, brother. We got to change. She this whole wasn't thing the only person that was doing something hot. Well, he actually again, this is another spin on it. So he actually in that same interview came out and said uh, that she during their findings uh, Herbert had no had not violated any uh, protocols or policies at Nike. Uh, so basically, they're just saying like, hey, listen, we know, you know, shit. We don't want you to say anything. We want you to still get a job. So we're going to come out publicly and say <laughs> you did no wrong. So you can continue to go on and be VP and do things other places. But we cool. Like we good. <laughs> All right. Good. You good. You going about your business. We're going to go on about our business. That's what it feels like to me. It's just a pat on the butt. Hey, all right. Get out of here now. All right. See you later. Yeah, man. I, I just think that whole that whole topic is interesting. So since we're since we're kind of talking about it, we, we talked about this a little bit off air. Um, 
and and kind of like the bot culture and and we it's been an ongoing topic so if this sounds like uh repetition to those that have been listening for quite some time it is an ongoing topic because it, it keeps evolving uh what what Sharon and Drew were were saying, and I let them speak their piece in a second, uh, that we were, we were trying to figure out when this all happened because in Sharon's generation of him being in school, uh, reselling basically got you beat up, right? For Drew and I, when we were growing up, there was no such thing as reselling compared to this magnitude. The reselling were the mom and pop stores that were overpricing their shoes, right? Or if you knew somebody that owned a store and had a Nike account that you or whatever, that you were getting something backdoored to you and you're only getting like a couple pairs given out or some fall off the truck, right? Um, I really feel that this whole rise and and when bots started becoming popular and and these sneakers that were just regular sneakers become so sought after is when celebrities such as, and I remember this very clear, it was around the same time snapbacks came out. <clears throat> when Chris Brown and Tiger started wearing snapbacks and made this big thing about it, right? Jay started to come back around because there's one point in time Sean. that Jay's, yeah, and Big Sean, you're correct. Jay started coming around, back around at that point in time. Like for people that always loved Jay's, they always still wore them. But they started hitting like this next level tier when these next level artists started to, uh, and I'm not calling Tiger a next level level artist. Let's be clear. Um, <laughs> next level artists start to take this this uh, when hip hop started to become to the rise that it is now, being that it's the number one genre in the world, it started to elevate with it. So the sneakers went with the two. People started wearing them on their feet again, and now everybody need to have them. Oh, this person's wearing them. I need this. Oh, they got that. I need that. So when do you think that bots really started coming? around and do you see this issue ever really truly dying down look is it these things these things slowly bubble right and with the technology like shit just emerges like so boom we didn't have any kind of real resale market because there was no marketplace you know and there was like here and there consignment places and whatnot but there wasn't nothing. Flight Club is like mad old, but like besides that, there wasn't anything. So like, if you really look at it, there was a lack of a marketplace to sell the shit. So maybe that's why we wasn't really even seeing it like that. Then, you know, people there was there was a need for the technology, and then you get shit like StockX and and you know these like web based services. Like it's all feeding in like a. <laughs> a circle man it's like it's, i don't know it's crazy i i just remember when uh back in the day going to soho the the talk of the town at that point in time was uh going to flight club like flight, flight club, club yeah flight, flight club. club yep it was it was the biggest thing it was like oh let's go to flight club and at that point in time bots weren't really a a, a thing for the sneaker world Bots have, have existed for many years, but it wasn't a thing that really uh, tapped into sneakers. Uh, and I and that was like when Soho was it was Soho, but it wasn't like what it is now. Like when you walk down the street, like you see the difference of what it is now to what it was, you know, the 15, 20 years ago. Um, but now bro, problems. Sorry, I just had this thought, though. Mm-hmm. Problems arise. And there just happens to be a nerd ready to work on that problem, you know, because the technology is is there. 
Yes. Happens to be there. Yes. That that makes sense. That makes sense. So so Ron, I mean, from from your generation, because it's it's a little bit different for for me and Jew. Like when you started seeing bots, I, I think it was already something that we were obviously privy to, but you kind of like grew up in this bot era. Like how how have you coped with this? How do you feel about this? Um, yeah, just just share that. I mean, so just to clarify, so I feel like, yeah, around 2011 was when I first started getting into sneakers and shit, right? So mm-hmm. that's when, like, you know, people were just collecting um, with, at the first high school I went to. And, yeah, nobody was really fucking with reselling. Like, if you were reselling, nobody really fucked with you. Like, everybody thought that shit was lame because you were charging for the high, obviously. So um i never really got into it like probably until maybe like i want to say 2013 2014 that's when i actually started like trying to actively flip shoes as opposed to just like buying them rocking them for a bit and then just selling them Mm -hmm. so around then that's when like yeah bots were definitely around but they weren't yeah they didn't have as much power as they do now the power that they have now is just insane. Cause I mean, let's take the like the first Yeezy 350 models, right? Those would drop on like Foot Locker, Champs, East Bay, and you could actually like try and you know check out. It would be a lot of people going on, and that's why it would be hard to check out. But it wasn't because of bots. It was because there was actual people, you know, like going on the website. I don't know if you've tried like Foot Locker on or champs for any of that shit like recently for like big releases but it's virtually impossible if you're like just doing it on your computer like mm-hmm. it's insane and it's because all these bots are taking up you know the request for the website immediately and, yep you know, um so like yeah around i, I want to say 2015 that's when like you know i like i had i think it was like a a Chrome extension that was like a Supreme bot or something. It would just, I think it would fill everything out, but you still had to check out. So Uh, that was like the extent at the time that I would use it. There were obviously programs at the time, but I couldn't afford it. I was, you know, still in high school and, you know, I wasn't about the shit like seriously at the time. And even then, like it's, they still like, they increased your chances, but like you still weren't, you know, you're not guaranteed. Yeah, you're not guaranteed. You still you had maybe a slightly better chance than like somebody going manual on a website. But now the shit's insane. Like and it's because they have like straight up development teams behind these programs now. Like and these guys make bread to do it. So make a ton. There's literally yeah. so much. So money. it's like it's a different game now. Like there are staff behind, you know, literally to get into these websites the fastest way possible and to get the product the fastest way possible. I feel like as long as computers are around and people like that are around, like yeah, this will always be a bit of problem. Yeah, it's always gonna be, you know, there. Like unless the unless like Nike, I feel like Nike would have to be the first one to like really implement some like insane website security or some shit to like counter bots in like in total but i don't see that happening for a while 
Well, they yo, have. Let me let me uh, throw this out, yo. Was Adidas confirmed an attempt? It was. Um, also, Supreme actually had some anti-bot thing too, which they, as as we know, they they would find out if your shit was a bot, and they would put your shit right back on and resell it again, basically from that point in time. So companies are doing it, uh, but I think what Sharon said is kind of perfect because Supreme. Right. Supreme, yes, they just got bought out for, I forgot how much they got bought out for, right? Adidas is so on and so forth. But Nike is leading the pack. Nike has all the capability, all the money to throw at this. Like, they're the Bruce Wayne of sneakers. (laughs) Legit. So if they just want to be like, you know what? I want this to stop. They legit will stop that or or at least try to and go from there. So I really think... It's going to be interesting to see what happens, but there's always going to be somebody smarter out there that's going to find another way to get around it. Unless they hire like some of the major companies, they hire hackers. Unless they do that, I don't see I don't see this really, really changing. But since we're on the topic of software, technology, so on and so forth, there's been something that's been extremely buzzing. Uh, that has caught all our interests. Uh, Sharon has been doing this. I actually talked to uh, a friend of the show about this. Uh, it's and are actually two friends of the show about this. And and both you, uh, Sharon and, and Jew, wanted to talk about this on here. Uh, for those that are familiar with with the whole crypto world, uh, but aren't really privy to it, but let's just say are fans of basketball uh and and what this is how this ties into us uh gentlemen the floor is yours to share exactly what i'm talking about to the people well yeah i mean i'm i'm pretty um i'm pretty clueless honestly i'm extremely interested (laughs) you know i'm with the i'm basically the same as julius let me Let me straight up say, I, I don't get it. I don't get this whole NFT, NBA top shot shit. Um, <laughs> I see anyone, though. I, yeah, to be honest, like, by all means, if you do know, like, what's good with it, like, and you can fully explain it to me, by all means, hit me up. Let me know what's good. So but just to share briefly, sorry, Ron, just <laughs> briefly, just so people understand what this top shot thing is, is basically... NBA moments being sold with as as like crypto um, for crypto for crypto. Uh, this is so crazy. Like people are probably gonna be like, "Wait, NBA moments? I can go on YouTube and watch that right now." Well, apparently you can sell this and sh- and save it. So a moment at that point in time, I still don't understand the concept behind it or why somebody's out here buying a moment. But I guess later on down the road, just like anything, it's going to be historical that you see LeBron James first dunk. Right. And it's just like, oh, I want to see this now. It's one of one clip. Now I can buy it type thing. It could be uh, for media purposes, you know, maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And I would love for somebody to really, really tie us in, but I so this is what I, this is what I do know. Is this it's blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. So I've heard of it. I've heard of this being applied in another arena. Um, MF Doom, rest in peace, had a digital uh, augmented reality auction, and in the auction, 
he was selling digital collectibles. They were actually uh, masks, right? So now he sells this item, this digital limited collectible. It comes from the from the source, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can then resell that uh, for profit, and for every sale down the chain, Doom would continue to get his mechanical royalty for every sale. Hmm. Like his little percentage. So the source of the art is getting their percentage of every single time. Huh. So, which makes me think, wait, is the NBA just about to just make bank right now off every single time that you sell a pack to somebody and then they sell a pack to somebody? Who's the original owner of these packs? I, I don't I don't know, man. I all I do know is I like money and I want in. Is, See, that's is, what is, I was <laughs> that's what I was gonna get to. Uh like I I didn't understand it. The only reason why I heard about it was because of the insane amount of money going into the marketplace behind it. And I didn't like know why. And I still don't, honestly. But I thought, okay, let me give it a shot. So let's see. I think, let me pull up my top shot profile right now. Let's see. So um, I got a pre-order like maybe two, three weeks ago. They said it was going to arrive March 6th. Then around like March 6th, I got an email saying like, oh, We'll deliver it around, like, I think tomorrow is the deadline. So hopefully I get it tomorrow. So got that. It was like 14, no, not 14, nine bucks. Um, then five That's for a pack, ago, right? Yeah, it's a pack. I think there's, in like a regular pack, it's like three moments. So yeah. essentially it's, it's for people, it's, it's sounding like it's digital trading cards but it's actually moments so it's not a physical trading card it's just a digital but it's a moment instead yeah that's how i kind of look at it mm-hmm. for top shot like digital trading cards so did that then five days ago there was a seeing stars pack got in line for that got lucky got um got a good place and copped it 14 bucks and it was three cards it was Giannis. it was Steph Curry and Nurkic and I thought okay Giannis dope it was him dunking Steph Curry handles him crossing up some fools laying it (laughs) in you know classic Curry and then Nurkic blocking somebody you know just some regular shit (laughs) (laughs) so I'm looking at the prices right this Giannis dunk on the marketplace it says $300. I'm thinking, okay, that's like the lowest price, right? People like have like the lower. So there are serial numbers attached to these, by the way. So I think the Giannis one, there was only 10,000 maybe. Okay. And I had 7,722, nothing special. Some guy had like number three and he was selling it for like 10 racks or something. I don't know who's buying it wow. for 10 racks. Not me. Not this that's, guy. That's wild. But um, 
you know, 300 was the lowest. I was like, okay, maybe somebody will buy it. So I listed it uh, like two days after because I couldn't before. The marketplace was down. The marketplace is always down, by the way. I think it's because there's just so much traffic, so many people trying to sign up and trying to list. Um, I know when I was listing mine, there was like an hour and a half at least I had to wait. But um, anyway, so like two days after I got the pack, I was able to start listing stuff. So um, I think that night I was able to. So I listed the Giannis card at like 315. I was just like, fuck it. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Listed the Giannis card. Woke up the next morning. I see my email. It says, your moment has sold. I said, get the fuck out of here. I check it. Sure as hell. In my dapper wallet, it was the balance. I was like, get and I was like, no, what? I couldn't believe it. I still don't believe it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, somebody, uh, I think his username was Rocky Balboa. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Shout <laughs> out to you, my guy. Um, he bought my Giannis moment for $315. Yeah. Wow. And then I was like, fuck it. Like, if that sold for $315, let me sell these other two. So I checked the Steph Curry one and... Um, I think it was around 60 bucks. So I thought, okay, let me list that at 61. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Half an hour later, it's already sold. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, I need to Damn I need on. to get in on this like ASAP. So that might be my homework tonight. Uh, yo, to really, really dive into that. Uh yo, this is really weird, man. As we're talking about this, Complex posted an article just now. MF Doom augmented reality NFT art going up for auction. So they're doing another auction now. Okay. I'm over here reading this. <laughs> but anyway, they're they're doing it again um, in the uh, augmented realities. But so it says that NFTs are a blockchain standard that uses digital contracts to assign attribution rights to artwork, digital collectibles, and unique items. If that clears that up. So somebody owns these moments man this is this is crazy this is this sounds like pyramid schemey ish type thing right but then again what really right. isn't because everything starts from the top somebody creates it and then trickles down and they get their cut right um but at the same token it, it does sound like you can level the playing field depending on what you get in your pack but that's just like any trading card pack so it's just basically collecting trading cards but just now on the interwebs uh as the old folks would say uh <laughs> so now that's that's really kind of i'm yeah i'm gonna do my research on this because i definitely want to again make some money and and just keep growing as a person so um now that we got that out of the way uh let's let's get into what we love to talk about the most which is kicks uh and i think i'm gonna start off this week so the first kick that i have for the week and i'm sorry for my little little hesitation is just for some reason that my phone is blowing up well i know the reason it's because everybody saw that i had a tattoo and they just wanted to oh what is it uh <laughs> I should just start telling people it's just the most ridiculous shit, which I think I might do. Um, so the first kick, and I'm assuming this is the kick that you would have had on your list as well, Sharon, um, that you you kind of alluded to, which would be the Travis Scott frags ones. Was that the one that you were going to say that you have that we 
mutually shared? No, not that one. Okay, well, great. Uh, so <laughs> I saw a picture of the Travis Scott uh, ones. It, it leaked the image of it, uh, which had the, the logo on the back, the Travis Scott logo on the back. But it's basically the frag ones, um, which is crazy. That resale value is going to be nuts, but geez. Uh, the other kick that I have for this week uh, is, is the Bad Bunny. The Bad Bunny Adidas. I I actually like them because they remind me of like skating shoes. Um in general uh i think just it, it's also a earth tone um which is which is a, a great thing for me but I, I love him and bad bunny he's been he's been killing it and doing what he's had to do as of recent so i respect him i respect his hustle and that's it but then also the uh, i'm assuming it's this around the the jordan six the midnight navies um yeah. they're super clean super cold uh looks like they already have like the kind of looks like that ice is is kind of like yellowing Green already yellow. in that picture yeah that's, which is that's that's the part for me that's that, literally the part for me yeah <laughs> that 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 did it like i the other two cases like eh but when i saw the the yellowing already the pre-yellowing on it i was just like yeah nah i gotta get these somehow some way that is the kick for me that is my kick out of the three that is the kick for, of the week for me so ron you want to lead into it uh yeah give me one sec let me pull up my list so i had the burlap air max 90 which honestly i did not expect an air max 90 i'll get into that later but um next i had the travis scott six british khaki i thought these were dope looking and then the one I had in common with Brandon, which is my pick of the week, my favorite pick, is the Midnight Sixes. Just because, honestly, when I saw the link to the article, I was just like, okay, they're just using the old, uh, the old Midnight Six for like the thumbnail, and then like when you click into it, because that's what they did with some like with the yeah. Carmines and like some other kicks they've done. Uh, they did that. So I clicked it, and then I'm going through the images. And I was like, huh. This is like this is the shoe, yeah. and I was yeah. so happy. <laughs> it, it was like because they'd never done. They, I don't remember the last time they did that for a shoe like recently. Because it, it, it straight up just looks like an OG, and that's like what I'm always trying to fucking cop with these new like fucking retros. But none of them like they all have the super icy blue sole, which I don't really fuck with to be honest. I think this uh, for for those that are probably listening and hearing us talk about the yellowing, if you've never listened to the podcast before uh, or you're not privy to sneakers like that for I, I and my firm belief when I say this for true sneakerheads or true Jordan collectors in general, uh, let's, let's just make it overall. When you have that natural yellowing of your midsole on certain sneakers that makes it gives the sneaker a whole different complexion it gives it new personality so as it gets older it's like a new shoe because that is a standout attribute of the sneaker is that yellowing changing from what used to be clear ice blue 
Uh, now it's something completely different. Now it's like a different show. Shoe. If you've ever seen people wear uh, Concords, because that's kind of the the main shoe that made me really pay attention to it. Just that the bottom, the clear bottom of that, and then when it turns yellow, it's a different shoe completely. Like I hate Concords with that ice blue. I really do. But when that shit turns yellow, whew, yeah, it's it's everything to me at that point. Character. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Not to mention back in the day, it really meant like it really was a sign that this guy wears his shoes. Yes. Yes. That that was a, a staple to it. You, Hey, you wear your shoes, actually. You didn't just buy them and they're just fresh all the time. Yes. You you wore your <laughs> kicks. All right. So now we Drew, we're going to finish this off with you, man. What what's your what's your picks of the week? Hmm. My picks of the week. Um. So first I started off with a uh, 380, which I still have not bought a pair. I've never really been pushed to have to buy a pair, but the Covalite, 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 whatever it is, pretty dope. It's like a blue, you know, I I lean towards things that are that color, blue, denim-ish, denim-esque, if you will. Um, My next choice, I went with these... uh, the uh, Kim Jones Air Max 95s. I love Air Max 95s. I love an orange bubble every time. Who doesn't? And I like that toe cap they got on there. It's a toe cap you never see on an Air Max 95, but I've done it on on uh, Nike ID. And then finally, last but not least, my joint that I'm really rocking with is the 700 V3 Kyanite. They're killing me with these names. But these joints are hard body karate, boy. I I, uh, I first first want to know, sorry to interrupt. I want to know where they're getting all these names from. I legit need to know. I need to know. It's it's, like he goes to like a Hawaiian flower shop (laughs) and asks for all the seeds. (laughs) And he just reads off the labels (laughs) of the seeds. (laughs) That's terrible, but I would not put it past him. But continue saying what you're on Lulu to record that album. Maybe everybody wear tuxedos. Who's wearing a tuxedo in Hawaii? In Hawaii, yes. Nah, that's you ain't catching me do that. I'm sorry. I swear it's it. Never mind. I'm not even gonna open up that can of worms. If I could be Uh, on that album, I'll do that. I'll wear a tuxedo. See, I knew you were gonna say some shit. And a parka. (laughs) Yo, if you wear a parka in Hawaii, yo, just just end it now. I heard Kanye is generous with the credits. He, he, everybody's in the room. If you said that he should do anything, any kind of way, he gives you credits. But anyways, that's interesting. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, those seven hundreds because they look just like the Safflower, which are sitting in the other room in my house right now. And how, how I ordered are those wrong. Person? I told y'all in the other episode, <laughs> I ordered wrong. You got to go a whole size up, not a half size up. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're just like the Safflowers, except blue. I love them. I feel like they're like the anti-safflower, honestly. And uh, that's my picks. They, I actually, I don't know. For some reason, that silhouette is is really not that bad to me. I think it's because of the uh, the gradient colorway, like the, the the fade that they have on them. Um, I think I like that. It's just just that, to me, on, on certain sneakers, um, certain models of sneakers, does it for me. Not on all, but I, I kind of just like it. And it looks really good on that. I'm still... Still not buying them, but, but it looks pretty good. Lends itself to a really nice, super simplistic, minimalist shoe, though. 
like you know like what it's just throw whatever colors you want in those windows but you know the skeleton frame is going to be black yes or or gray or you know whatever and it looks like it just looks like some weird futuristic medieval at the same time type shit you i like it i like it it's it's not bad but again i'm not paying money for it so i'll live through you on them uh and then i'll just see them from from you at that point in time uh And, and i will say just one thing i tried on my pair that's too small and they feel incredibly good but i just know that i couldn't wear it. i couldn't keep them i know this, that if i get my right size <laughs> this is it <laughs> i'm waiting to see if there's going to be a colorway that i'm just like i just geek over because he always has one colorway in each of the shoe that i just like i really like that so i'm wondering i'm wondering if that's going to actually really happen yeah, it's usually around. the same case with me there's at least like one or two colorways from each model that like Mm-hmm. I really like, but I just never end up like copying. Same, but, same. I how do y'all feel about those black ones with the brown that came out recently? Which the, 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 v- the seven hundred V three? They're black, but they have like a tan brownish accent in there. I can't remember what they're called. Some ridiculous. I'm sure it's an equally ridiculous name. <laughs> I like the V three. I I know. Um, I think like the OG V three colorway is like my favorite one oh uh, yeah they it's not a ridiculous name actually these are called the uh, clay brown <laughs> that's a surprise for once i know um, <laughs> but yeah no i don't i, I have to look at them i i haven't seen them repeat them but i i they probably don't stand out to me because if i don't remember them they it's yeah probably I, just like say, if I don't remember them i probably yeah. didn't talk with them so it, it it is what it is with that. I mean, again, I, I think my favorite Yeezys are the only Yeezys that I actually own, which are the Zebras, uh, and I have the second gen of them. But those are the only Yeezys that I've ever bought and actually really, really enjoy wearing. Um, outside of that, I eh, it, it is what it is. Like it's, it's the same model, same thing. It doesn't really do it. It's such a, like you said before, I think the perfect word for it is a minimalist shoe um, with just certain color splashes on it. Um, gentlemen, before we get out of here, do you guys got anything else you want to share with the people? Well, <laughs> not really, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was going to be something good that was going to come. So thank you for getting my hopes up. Drew, you got anything? Oh, I think think we lost Drew somehow, some way. So I guess that means this pod is over. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even peep it. I looked up and I was just like, oh, he's not there anymore. So people, I think uh, on that note, Drew is telling us it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> so we will see y'all. It's time for us to eat. Peace. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah.